Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome. Thank you for tuning in with Talk With You, the one and only Christian motivation broadcast. Hosted by your one and only Jubin Jean Georges. Hello, 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 and good afternoon, everybody. How are you guys doing today? How was your day? How was your day? How was your day? Or how's your day going? And how's your morning? How was your morning? Before I continue, I want to say my number one message. If you haven't received Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior, right now is the time and day, season and hour, for you to receive Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior. After that, once again, welcome to Talk With You. Today I'm coming to you guys with the same episode. We're going to continue the, you know, like the episode, um, episode, but my episode today is Episode 78, we're going to continue the, the same title. Sorry, I meant to say the same title. We're going to continue the same title. Um, you know, I'm going to jump ahead and apologize to the people that watching me live and the people that's listening to me right now. The reason why I'm apologizing, I did a little change to my software. I changed computers and I changed um, different stuff. If you guys hearing like any lag, it's because I, I actually changed stuff around. I, I purchased a new computer. I purchased different uh, program, you know, more programs. So if I'm lagging a little bit, I apologize for that. I will um, get it situated. So I'm um, coming to you guys again. Um, episode 78 and my title is Spiritual Warfare. Part three. Last time I went live, I actually talked to you guys a little bit about several things. And when I went back and listened to my, you know, like show, because every time I go live, I always go back and listen to, um, you know, and listen to it. Because like God is not only talking to you guys, he also talking to me. So I usually go and, you know, like, and actually listen to the, uh, podcast one more time listen to the show i kept saying like um warfare warfare like it's supposed to be war warfare i keep saying welfare you know so i just want to apologize for that i'm gonna make sure like i pronounce it better even though i do have an accent but i need to pronounce my word proper so we're gonna continue with a spiritual warfare part three Last time I went live with you guys, I actually talked about several things. I, uh, I spoke about uh, a spiritual warfare prayer on Psalm 91, and I talked about uh, the power of the power of prayer in spiritual warfare. 
And I also, I believe I also talk about the devil is a liar. You know, I gave you guys a couple of verse, you know, and stuff like that. But today we're going to continue. Today is my last. Um, today is the last time I'm going to talk about uh, the spiritual war, warfare. Next time I go on live, I will be talking about a different title. Today is the last day I will be talking about the spiritual warfare. But we're going to cover uh, claiming victory over spiritual warfare. That's what we're going to continue talking about today, claiming victory. You know, I spoke to you guys about different ways to actually, um, you know, deal with when you go into spiritual warfare. I actually uh, took my time and described to you guys what is a spiritual warfare. A lot of people, they don't even know what is a spiritual warfare. And I actually told you guys, um, explained to you guys the way that you able to overcome that. So now we're going to talk about claiming victory over spiritual warfare. You know, you claiming victory. You know, claiming victory. How can you claim victory in a spiritual warfare? To me, one of the best way that you can commit, um, one of the best way that you able to claim victory is just by believe. You know, it's just by believe that you already have victory over whatever situation you are going through. You know, you have to have faith. Faith is non, is the number one thing, the number one weapon that actually able to make you and me have victory over whatever we are going through, whatever situation that me and you are going through. Faith is the number one thing. Because if you don't have faith, you know, if you don't have faith, I am so sorry, one of my devices is making noise. If you don't have faith, you will not be able to have victory. If you don't have faith, you will not be able to, to pray. If you don't have faith, that you will not be able to believe in God. So faith is the number one thing. Me and you, men of God and women of God, that are actually serving God, is because of faith that we believe there is a God. Even if you are not a believer, Everybody on earth have faith. It might be positive faith. It might be negative faith. But everybody on earth have a faith. Some people, their faith, they believe there's no God. Their faith, they believe in, they believe in Allah. They believe in Buddha. Their faith, they believe in witchcraft. They believe in Satan doing all those ritual stuff. Their faith, they believe uh, in doing ritual sacrifice so they can have money. So everybody on earth have a faith. But I am talking about the faith from, you know, faith from God. The faith that the Bible spoke about. The faith that Jesus actually said on his word that if you have a little faith, you can tell the mountain to move and then he will move. You can tell the mountain to jump. And the sea, he will, you know, he will obey and jump on the sea and the sea. So that's the kind of faith that I am talking about today. 
So the number one way you can claim victory over spiritual warfare, you need to have faith and then just believe. Even though you are still going through it, but you believe that you're already overcome. Even if you take it like 5, 10, 20 years, you believe that you're overcoming. You're already overcoming. It's just the time having come, so you're claiming victory. You see, having complete army of defense, army of God, you know, army of God of defense and weapon that God have given me and you, that weapon, that weapon will help you to overcome, to overcome spiritual warfare. That weapon will help you have victory over the enemy. First, I say you need to have faith. The faith is right going to help you to believe that you have power, that you have overcome it. That is, uh, that is the best way for you to claim victory over spiritual warfare. Like I said before, a spiritual warfare can actually be a family member giving you problem. A spiritual warfare can actually be you know, a wife giving you problem, a husband giving you problem. Your spiritual warfare can actually be your child is giving you problem or your boss is giving you problem or somebody at your job, your co-worker or your manager, supervisor is actually the one giving you problem. Spiritual warfare don't actually mean that you will see, you know, like a demon attacking you or you will feel a presence of a demon or Satan attacking you every day you will see uh, probably like your house is upside down, object is flying around. No, that's why people think spiritual warfare is. It's actually not. A spiritual warfare can be a simple little thing, but it is a spiritual warfare. A spiritual warfare can actually be you fighting with yourself to believe there's a voice in the back of your mind actually saying there's no God. And then there's another God and there's another voice saying, yeah, there is a God. I am will. You know, I am the creator. You know, I am your father. Accept me as your Lord and Savior. Your spiritual warfare can be, you know, like a little simple thing. So we need to believe that we already overcome it. We need to believe that we already have victory, faith. Without faith, we will not be able to live the life that God created us to live. We will not be able to live the, the, uh, the life that God wants for me and you to actually live. You see? And then you need to have the army of God, the weapon of God. What are the weapons? I believe I had a episode I talk on I spoke about the different type of weapon of God what are the weapon of God the weapon of God once again is faith that's one prayer meditation in the you know in the word of God fasting you see faith prayer fasting meditate in the word of God The Holy Spirit, wisdom, knowledge of God, those are different type of weapons. 
You know, having Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior, accepting Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior is the number one weapon that you have over the enemy. Just like I described it. Let me see if I remember the way I described it when I actually was talking about it. Jesus is the weapon. Just like when me and you, we see like somebody have a gun. Jesus is the gun, right? When we see someone with a big gun, we actually get afraid. Because we see a big gun, a big weapon. Or like a bazooka or, or, you know, like a big bomb or something. Like, you know, like, you know, like a big weapon that making me and you afraid. But even if you have a big gun, but you don't have the ammo, you don't have the bullet, you cannot use it. So Jesus is the weapon, is the gun. But you need to load the weapon. How can you load the weapon? Faith, prayer, meditation, and fasting. Those are different kind of bullet that you put into the gun. And then you will be able to actually use it. The Bible also says faith without work is dead. If you have faith, you don't use it, it's dead. You know, so you accept Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior. That's one thing. God put the Holy Spirit in you, okay? Because instantly, the moment you accept Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit within you. But if you don't read the word to get to know God, to know the life that Jesus Christ lived when he was on earth, you will not be able to use the weapon, to use the power of God. So you have to keep meditating. You have to keep reading. You have to keep doing things that you're supposed to do to grow your faith. To have the knowledge of God, the wisdom of God. So those are different kind of weapons that me and you need to have. Yeah, that me and you need to have into our life. We need to have those weapons so we can claim, so we can be able to claim victory over spiritual warfare. If you do not have those weapons, if you do not have faith, if you don't read your Bible, if you don't meditate in the Word of God, if you don't fast, if you don't pray, you will not be able to claim victory over whatever spiritual warfare that you are going through. If you are a pastor in a church, you are a pastor in a church, you have a lot of members. The more members you have in your church, the more tribulation. What do I mean about the more tribulation? Everybody that come in your life, some of them might have a, you know, like a, a, a legion of demons inside of them. That's like 12,000. No, 1,200. Can you imagine? Oh, I am so sorry. Can you imagine if you have like, um, can you imagine if you have like, uh, let me see, 20,000 members? You have 20,000 members, right? And then each of them have 1,200 demons. Can you imagine, like, how many, like, uh, uh, stuff you're going to go through, spiritual battle you're going to go through? And then, 
And then if you are not a pastor or a leader in a church that's praying every day, that's reading your Bible, fasting, doing all those stuff, you will not be able to overcome that spiritual warfare because that is a spiritual warfare because you are preaching the gospel. You are a leader after God is you. God is using you to talk to his people. The devil not going to watch you like that, just let you save people's soul. No, he will attack you. So you have to have the weapon of God. You have to have the army of God. You have to have the Holy Spirit within you. You have to be praying, fasting, reading your Bible, doing all those stuff so you can be able to fight over all those legions that's in 20, 30,000 people or 5 people, 10 people, 20 people. So you need to understand what is a spiritual warfare. You need to encourage or not, not encourage yourself. You need to know that you are in a spiritual warfare. You know, you need to know that you are. Everybody on earth is in some kind of spiritual warfare. Even if you are a believer, even if you are not a believer, you are going through some kind of tribulation, spiritual warfare or tribulation. Yeah. So why do we why do we war over the the enemy even in our own flesh to have victory? You see? Let's look at a new verse about God victory. This one is on 1 John uh chapter 5 verse 4. You see? For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. Thank you. And this is the victory that has over overcome the world, our flesh. You see, you are accepting Jesus Christ. You overcome the whole world. You overcome humanity. You overcome everything on this earth because you have God in your life. How can you accept God the Father in your life? is by accepting Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior. Thank you. When you do that, you will have God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit in your life. Thank you for the light. So, claiming victory over spiritual warfare. But thanks to, uh, thanks, to, uh, thanks to God who gave us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ, 1 Corinthians chapter uh, 15, verse 57, you guys can read that. You see? The horse is made ready for the day of battle. But the victory belongs to the Lord. Proverbs 21, verse 31. You guys can read that. God have a lot of angel that's ready to battle for you. God have a lot of hearts of angels ready for the day of battle. Just like I told you guys um, last week on, on Spiritual Warfare Part 2. I believe it was part two or part three. 
God that God will never let you go into a spiritual warfare by yourself. The enemy wants you to believe that God is not with you, but he's lying to you. God is with you. The enemy is brainwashing you. I know sometimes you're hearing like two different voices into your head. One of them telling you to do bad things. The other one telling you to do good things. The one that's telling you to do, to do good things is God. Because Satan will never tell you to do good things that's going to pleasure God. Satan is here. Even if Satan wanted to, he cannot. Because God did not create him for that. So... 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 7, uh, 57. The horse is made ready for the day of battle, but the victory belongs to the Lord. Proverbs chapter 21, verse 31. Often we forget that Jesus Christ had already given us victory over the enemy. Sorry? Sometimes me and you... We forget that God already gave us victory over the enemy. You know, sometimes we even forget about that. The reason why I say we even forget about that, because when we are going through, through something, we are stressed. We stress, we worry so much, we, be, uh, we start having anxiety, depression, and some of you kill yourself. Or some of you, you want to kill yourself. You want to commit suicide and all those crazy stuff. It's because you already forget that God already gave you victory over the enemy, over spiritual warfare, over any situation, any tribulation that you are going through. The fact is that the enemy in our own desire has us believe we need to fight for victory. You don't really need to fight for it. We don't really need to even raise our hand or our finger into that battle that you are going through. If you only have faith that you're, um, that you're already overcoming, if you only have faith in what the Bible says, that Jesus already gave us victory over the enemy, the enemy will flee from you. It's going to be hard for the enemy to attack you because your faith is active. Your faith is so strong. How can we grow our faith? Is by reading our Bible, meditate, not just reading, uh, meditate in the Word of God. When you meditate in the Word of God, you might take a, a chapter a day. You read it. You go over it. You take notes. You know, it's like you're preaching yourself. It's like you studying for like a, you know, like a final exam. Not just read it and then close the word, uh, close the Bible and leave. No, you take your time. Only if we have faith that we all we already overcome it, Jesus already gave us victory over the enemy by dying for us in the cross, by giving his blood for me and you. Instantly, you already overcome whatever spiritual warfare that you're gonna go through, that you are going through right now. Once again, often we forget that Jesus Christ had all and already given us victory over the enemy. The fact is that the enemy in our own desire had have us believe we need to fight 
for victory. The lie tell us we never had victory. The liar, who's the liar? Satan. We never had victory in the first place. Satan is telling you that you do not have victory. You never had victory in the first place. So he's lying to you. That's why he do. Satan is a liar. He's a deceiver. You will talk in your head. God don't love you. God is not listening to you. Oh, you are too dirty. Look what you did last night. You sinned last night. Okay, why do you think God is telling us we need to uh, confess our sin? We need to confess our sin. It's because God knows we're going to be sinning every day. It's because God knows me and you, we are not perfect. We will sin every day. So God is telling you and me that we need to ask for forgiveness every day in our life, especially when you're going to sleep. Before you go to sleep every night, you ask for forgiveness because the next day you are starting a new life. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about?" You insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I had a, um, I had a podcast about that. That's something that God revealed to me when I was, I believe I was like in my early 20s. Every time you go to sleep, you wake up the next day, you're starting a new life. Let's say today is Monday. And tonight I go to sleep. And then I woke up on Tuesday, you are starting a new life. You're no longer living a Monday life. You are starting a new life. Every year we live 365 days. 355 life per year. Because every time we wake up the next day, you are living a new life. That's why you're not supposed to worry about what happened in your past. You're not supposed to worry about what happened Sunday. Today is Monday. You're not supposed to worry about what happened Sunday. Those are the way that the enemy get me and you. When you start worrying about something that happened on Sunday, you start being uh, having anxiety, depression, about the things that happened yesterday. That's the past. You are no longer living into that life. That's why you ask for forgiveness, whatever you did. You ask for forgiveness, God forgive you, and then you ask God to help you for not committing the same sin tomorrow. The same sin that you did on Sunday. So if you went to sleep last night, even if you didn't do it, but when you go to sleep tonight, you ask God for forgiveness for whatever you did today. Even if you don't know what you did, you still ask God for forgiveness and then ask God to help you to overcome whatever situation you're going to go through your next life, Tuesday. If me and you start thinking like that, we're going to overcome a lot of depression. We're going to overcome a lot of problems. We're going to overcome a lot of anxiety. We're going to overcome a lot of PTSD. We're going to overcome a lot of stress because there is a lot of you. You are still stressing about something that happened 10 years ago, 5 years ago, 3 years ago, 1 year ago, 2 days ago, a day ago, 2 hours ago, 1 second ago. You are still stressing about it when you are not supposed to. So that is another 
spiritual warfare. You are dwelling on something that happened yesterday or something that happened this morning. This morning is already past. We need to only focus about the present right now, what we are doing right now, like in this moment. You, you watching me right now, the one that's listening, listening to me right now, this is supposed to be your focus. If you get off Facebook or YouTube or the other platform that I am live, and then you start cooking, you're supposed to focus on that cooking. This is what you are doing right now. You're not supposed to worry about what you're going to do one hour later. No. If me and you start thinking like that, we will overcome a lot of problems. You know? So the enemy is here to tell you you never had victory in the first place. When Jesus want, want, uh, when Jesus went to the cross and died for us, the enemy was defeated. Just like I just said, Jesus himself even gave us authority over the enemy. Jesus himself already gave you victory, authority over the enemy. So why stress? Why worry? Why? When Jesus himself already gave you victory. Thank you. Jesus already gave you victory. Even if you don't see the victory yet. Just like I told you guys many times before, our life is already passed in heaven. Everything that's supposed to happen in your life already happened in heaven. Everything that you're supposed to do for God on earth, oh, you already did it in heaven. They just haven't happened yet on earth. Because Jesus, God is outside of time. So we need to just have faith. The only thing that we need is faith. If me and you have faith, the type of faith that God wants us to have, desire for me and you to have, oh my Jesus Christ, you guys, this we're going to live like a good life, but the enemy do not want that. The enemy attack you away for you not to have faith. That is in his number one strategy. He attacked your faith. He do things to you so you, so you, so you can have doubt. Because you know if you're doubting, you know, that means you, you, you do not have enough faith. So Jesus already gave us victory when he was on the cross. When he died for me and you on the cross, the enemy was defeated. Jesus himself even gave us authority over the enemy. God the Father gave us authority over the enemy. Jesus gave us victory over the enemy. God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit is living in, in me and you. The creator of the world, the creator of the universe, the creator of everything that's happening, you know, happening around, the creator of that Satan guy and all his demons, they're acting like they are powerful than God. The creator is living in your life. The creator is living in our life. So why are we stressing? Those are the things that I ask myself sometimes. Why are we stressing? Like, why? Why are we stressing? Why are we worried? If there's like a tornado outside, you, you're not supposed to be afraid. If you have God in your life, 
there's a tornado or tsunami outside. If God tells you to stay still, you're supposed to believe. Even if it's like a tsunami, like the water is taller than your house, the water is covering every house, it's burying every house in the neighborhood. If God tells you to stay still, stay exactly where you are. You're supposed to believe and then stay exactly where you are. That's the kind of faith that God wants me and you to have so we can be able to overcome every spiritual warfare that we are going through. Once again, even if it is like a tsunami outside, the water is taller than your house. And there's like a hurricane mixed with the tsunami or uh, earthquake, earthquake, tsunami, hurricane, all of them together. And then the voice of God telling you to stay still, stay exactly where you are. You just need to believe. If you are inside your house and then God say, you stay exactly where you are. If you leave your house, you're going to die because God says, stay exactly where you are. The tsunami going to pass. Your house will not have, your, your house will not be destroyed. Everybody in your house is going to be saved because God told you to stay exactly where you are. That's the kind of faith that God wants me and you to have. If we have that kind of faith, we already instantly, we already overcome every spiritual warfare. Uh, look, I have given you authority, you know, to, to step on the uh, 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 snake, scorpion, and over all the power of the enemy. Nothing will ever harm you. However, don't we joy that the Spirit submit to you. But we joy that your name are written in heaven. Luke chapter 10, verse 9 to 20. So God is, is telling you, he gives you authority over the scorpion, over, over the enemy. The scorpion means like the enemy, Satan, and all his demons. You know, he gives you power, authority over the enemy. And then God also say, don't we joy because of that. Don't be happy because God put the enemy under your feet. You need to be happy that your name is written in the word of, um, and in heaven. That means like in the book of life. What do that mean? Let's think about that. If God said don't be with joy, it's because that God know, even though he gave you victory over the enemy, it doesn't mean that you are saved. It doesn't mean that you're going to heaven. There is a lot of people that's not even serving God. God gives them power over the enemy. God gives everybody on earth power over the enemy. God put everybody on earth. Uh, God put Satan and all his demons and all those sin under our foot. You know? That's why he said, don't be with joy. Don't with joy. You need to rejoice when your name is writing in the book of life. You know? If you think about it, that's why um, God said in the word, in the last day, in the German day, there will be a lot of people coming to me saying, um, I cast out demons in your name. I bring a lot of people in your name. And I did this, I did that, I prayed for people, I did miracle, blah, blah, blah. And then Jesus is going to say, get away from me, I never knew you. You know? If you think about it. So once again, I have given you authority 
over the sun, over the snake, over the scorpion, and over all the power of the enemy, nothing will ever harm you. However, don't we joy that the spirit submit to you, but we joy that your name are written in the heaven, in the book of life. Luke chapter 10, verse 19 to 20. The other thing that we're going to cover today is the whole army of God, the all the army of God, like, you know. Stand, therefore, having fasting on the, um, you know, you know, like, um, of true, I'm sorry, <laughs> and having to put on the, uh, having to put on the breastplate of righteousness. You see the, you know, like the uniform of uh, the uniform of God, just like a military, uh, uh, um, a soldier, a military guy. They put the they put the military uniform on them, like the Navy, the Air Force, uh, even a police officer, uh, um, you know, FBI, uh, uh, you know, like a bodyguard. They put they put uniform on them. All of them always have a bulletproof vest. So God. You know, like God dress you with his uniform. You put on the, the breastplate of righteousness and as uh, shoes for your feet, having to put the, you know, like, you know, the belt, the spirit of the gospel of peace. You see, you put in all the stuff. The belt of true is Jesus. You see the belt. When you put the belt, the belt, of true is Jesus. You see? Jesus continually seeking him. John 14 and verse 6. You guys can read that. You see? You put the um you put the casket of white righteousness, the cas the casket of the Holy Spirit in your head. So you put the um the casket in your head, you put the breastplate, the breastplate. It's like the stuff like the soldier, you know, back in the day, actually got on. Then you put the shoes. Then you put the belt. You got the pants. Like you have the complete uniform of God. You know, that means that you are ready for war. You are ready for war. And you guys can also read on uh, John 16, verse, um, verse, verse 3. You know, you guys can read all those stuff. You know, the um, uh, um, the breastplate of righteousness is continued to cast um, to chase after God righteousness. Matthew on uh, chapter five verse six. You guys can also read that. The shield of faith is putting your faith in front of you. You know, as if you were a uh, shield. You know, um, shield from uh, from from the enemy. And then the helmet of uh, of the helmet of uh, salvation and the sword of the spirit, you know, you need to have the helmet of the salvation and the sword of the spirit. What is the sword of the spirit? The sword of the spirit is the word of God. The sword of the spirit is the word of God. When God, when you know, when God was creating the universe. He actually spoke 
He used his word to actually create everything. The only thing that God did not use his word to create is me and you. God used our mud to create us. But he did something else. He breathed into your life. He breathed into your nose, into your mouth. Then you have life. So we have the breath of God. We, in, you have Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You have the Holy Spirit. And then you have the breath of God, the power to create, the power to destroy, the power to do good and to do bad. That is the word of God. That is the sword of the Holy Spirit, the sword of the Spirit. You guys can read Woman on 12, um, chapter 12, verse, um, verse 2. You guys can read Ephesians on chapter uh, 4, verse 21 to 23. You guys can read John uh, chapter 8, verse 44. You know? So God want me and you to overcome. Spiritual warfare is because God knows spiritual warfare do exist. I'm not going to look at my note no more. I'm going to talk to you guys without looking at my note. God want me and you to overcome spiritual warfare. God wants me and you to believe that you already have victory over whatever you are going through. If God did not love me and you, he was not going to give us the strategy. He was not going to give you the book, his book, for you to know those stuff. That's why it is good for us to meditate in the word of God. Not just read it. Meditate in the word of God. That's why it is good to pray. The more you pray, the more you fast, the more you meditate into the word of God, the closer you are getting to God. The closer you are getting to know the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. And then God wants you and him to have a personal relationship with him. You see? There's a lot of people, they accept Jesus Christ into their life as their Lord and Savior, but they do not have a personal relationship with the Father. They don't have a personal relationship with Christ. Because they don't talk to God. They don't spend time with Him. They don't take quality time with God. They don't do, none. They don't do those stuff. But God desires. Is to have, thank you, thank you for the like, thank you for the love, I really appreciate it. But God's desire is to have a personal relationship with you and me. Even if you have a personal relationship with God right now, maybe your, your relationship is not that strong. God wants your relationship with him, between you and him, to be strong, just like a best friend, just like something that you cannot live without. Every one of you on earth, there's something that me and you cannot live without. So God wants that same relationship. God wants him to be something in your life that you cannot live with, without. 
Some of you, you are so desperate into something, you can't even do a second without having the thing. Or there's a lot of people, they are so addicted to game, they can't even do a second without gaming. A lot of people are so addicted to Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, they can't even do a second without going on TikTok, without going on uh, Facebook, without going on Instagram, without going on YouTube. If they do a second a minute, they go crazy. They have headaches. That's the kind of relationship that God wants. God wants to be like that in your life. Can you imagine if we had that kind of relationship with God? We was going to be able to overcome a lot of stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Today is the end of that topic, spiritual warfare. When I come back on Wednesday, it's going to be a different topic. I don't know the topic yet. Once, uh, 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 most of the time, God give me the topic 30 minutes. I am so sorry for the call. Um, you see, the enemy is working, you know, the enemy is trying to disturb me. Most of the, uh, you know, you, you see, I even forget what I was going to say. I am very sorry, guys. So, God wants that relationship, guys. God wants you to pray every day. Prayer is a communication with God. You don't have to get on your knees every day talking to God like I'm talking to you guys right now. That is prayer. God wants you to fast. God wants you to meditate on the Word. God wants you to know Him. God wants you to have the faith. God loves you so much. He gave His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, to die for you in the cross. God wants you to accept his son as your Lord and Savior. When you accept Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior, you are accepting God as your Lord and Savior. When you serve Jesus Christ, you are serving the Father. You know? So before I before I'm, you know, before I'm done, I'm gonna say my number one message one more time. If you haven't received Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior, right now is the time and day, the uh, the time and day, the second, the hour, the season, for you to accept Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior. Don't say that you will do it later because you do not know if you're going to be alive later. Don't say you're going to do it two minutes, one minute from that. You don't even need a pastor next to you. All you have to do is say, Jesus Christ, I accept you into my life as my Lord and Savior. I am very sorry for my sin, for everything that I have committed. You know, like that was uh, that in pleasure. You're sorry for my sin. I have accepted you into my life as my Lord and Savior. Instantly, you have accepted Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior. Instantly, you become a member of Christ. Instantly, you become a child of Christ. Instantly, you become a chosen one. Instantly, you have the Holy Spirit into your life. But there's other things that you need to do. If you don't have a church home, you need to pray God to give you a church home so that, so God can put somebody in your life to help you grow spiritually. The moment you say that prayer, Satan, if you used to have one demon following you every day, Satan put like 10,000, 20,000 demons following you every day trying to make you change your mind. But don't give up. You're able to overcome everything, anything. Any day, any time, any second, any hour, any season, any month. After that, I love you guys. Thank you guys for the... F I've been getting a lot of um, family on Facebook. Now I am close to 12,000 uh, family. 
I don't call you guys follower. You guys are my family. So I have close to 12,000 family on Facebook. I have close to 1,000 family on YouTube. I'm asking you guys to please, the same way you guys are helping my Facebook to grow, please help my YouTube channel. You know, that's a way that you will support this ministry. You know, that you, that you will support this ministry. There's a lot of stuff that God called me to do you know, outside the show, like international, um, helping the poll, you know, me and my mom and my dad, we actually do work in Haiti. We have school, um, church and, you know, in Haiti, and we have a few kids that we actually, uh, helping, you know, as a, it's like a foster program that you was, that we are starting. We are in the, pro we are in the process of, uh, we're building our church on uh, the church, my mom started the ministry, so the church is like 26 years old. It's falling apart. We are in the process of building uh, the church. Um, um, you know, even if you don't want to give money, you know, by just subscribing to my YouTube channel and uh, follow me on Facebook and uh, Instagram on TikTok, sharing my video, you know, when I make it to the level, so YouTube can start paying, uh, can start paying me some money for views. And Facebook and TikTok, those money gonna go straight to the mission, gonna go straight to the nonprofit. So I'm asking you guys to please support this ministry, and I know God will bless you. After that, have a wonderful day. May the Father uh, bless you all. May the Holy Spirit be with you all. I love you guys, and I will see you guys. Uh, one second. I love you guys, and I will see you guys on Wednesday. God bless you. Hello, thank you for listening to Talk With You. We hope that you have enjoyed our show. And please don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Talk With You. If you have not done so, if you did, we just want to say thank you for your support and have a wonderful day. 